0: Hey guys, joining me today is Dr. Ray Doctor Ray is a doctor in clinical psychology and specializes in relationship coaching, intimacy and sexuality issues and dating advice. This is his second appearance on the show and I hope that you guys will enjoy this interview as much as the last one, because I know I will. (laughs) Ray, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how you doing? Good to be on this show again.
0: It's great to have you and I'm super excited about our topic today because recently many men have reached out to me seeking advice. They wanted help to recover from a painful separation or divorce and that is why our topic for today is called the 10 healthy things that men can do to recover from a painful breakup or divorce and I'm super excited to dive into this with you, Ray.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) I had a video that I made on YouTube that went viral. I made it spontaneously and I had no idea that that was like one of the best videos. I had no idea that that was a big issue for men out there. So I'm happy to share it here on your show.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It is one of the most common challenges that the guys that I work with are facing. And as I said, many men from the audience are reaching out, asking for advice regarding this topic. Right. So let's dive right in. What are the main things that guys should be aware of when trying to recover from such a painful life event?
1: Okay, so since we called the list of 10 things, we'll just start with a number one and go ahead and jump in, you know, uh, to share your opinions about it also. So the first one I have is to connect to other male friends and that might even include talking to you. And what that does is that it surrounds you with male friends that who can also give you feedback and support you and help you stay Centered with who you are and when I say other male friends, I mean, I'm not talking about male friends who just agree with you I'm talking about men who you trust, who you know Who will call you on your stuff and that they want the best for you even if what they say to you might hurt you I mean that they might even say, you know, honestly I didn't really feel comfortable with your ex and I think you could do so much better and when you were dating her I saw you lose yourself. You stopped working or you just stopped connecting with us I can tell that you became more depressed. While you loved her and I supported you, I just felt that you had more potential for someone else. So it's just honest male friends, connect with them, honest male friends, first one.
0: Absolutely. And I think that there is a clear distinction to be made here because some of our friends are just there to tell us what we want to hear. And the distinction that I'm looking at is trying to serve rather than please in such a difficult life situation guys need someone to really talk to someone who can truly listen and also someone who is willing to lean into his edge and tell you things that are quite uncomfortable for you to hear and also for that person
1: to say absolutely absolutely so number two is stay focused on your purpose That's the question to ask yourself. That is, why are you alive? And what I've noticed that with men who lose themselves deeply in relationships, they're not waking up, looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, I'm alive to do this or that. And so if you have a purpose, put more energy into that, solidify that more, do more of what really opens up your heart more to the world. And if you don't have a purpose, there's a good chance that this breakup is a great mirror for you to realize the reason why you're having a hard time dealing with it because your whole sense of self, your whole happiness has been contingent on whether the relationship was working or not.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I believe that if you don't have a purpose, you will particularly feel lost and very alone and even scared to stay alone for a few months before you try to find a new relationship. And Ray, I was wondering if you have a few pointers, if you can suggest a few steps maybe for guys to try to find their purpose if they are lacking one, especially as you said, this is a very great opportunity to do that.
1: Well, there's some questions to ask yourself because the thing is that most of us feel, people think it's a purpose and sometimes it's more of a distraction. A person might say, raising my kids is a purpose or um, showing up at work is my purpose or making money is my purpose and whatever. But your purpose is, even what I do here, like while I might be a coach, I wouldn't necessarily say what I am doing is my purpose. My sense of being is to be able to help people out, such as those who are listening to this recording. But... It's like if someone were to say, you suck as a coach. In fact, honestly, I had a, (laughs) why not show this funny story? Uh, Two weeks ago, I had a male client call or a potential male client, and he wanted me to work with him and his girlfriend who was leaving him. Evidently, I guess he had cheated like the fourth time and she was on her way out and he was trying to get her then to talk to her, to talk to me and so forth. And the guy just had an answer to everything. He was cocky. And to the point where I said, you know, I'm unsure if you've even have had really good sex because genital sex always need another partner, whereas connective spiritual sex is a lot different. And his response is, oh, we have good sex. We're, we're definitely hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, every part of me want to say, did you just hear what you said? Because of course I... I went to that like, is this Zoolander? <laughs> I mean, is this is this for real? Do you just hear what you just said, and then I said, I'd be honest. I feel as though that you you really come off as being arrogant. You have an answer to everything, and he said, why? Because I said I'm hot. I said, what do you think? I go, what would it sound like if I were to say I'm a real good therapist? I'm a good coach, <laughs> and and I said, I said so. I think that we're possibly not a match, and then still, I wanted to gift him by saying, here are some things to look at some videos here's some questions to ask yourself and good luck you know and i always doesn't really matter i still want to give someone the gift and the response i got back was fuck you you are a horrible coach and really was insulting and the first thing i thought was like it didn't even bother me because i'm not a coach that's just maybe the label persona which people project onto me it's also the label in which how people find me to work with me But that's not who I am. That's like some persona, it's identity. Who I am is beyond that. He doesn't know who I am. Who I am is forever unfolding consciousness. He doesn't know my soul. So when he said that, it didn't make me go, oh, crap, I got to defend myself. If anything, I felt bad for him. I went, wow, he's hurting. And so I bring this up. It's a kind of funny story to segue into this is that who you are can't be taken down by anyone whether a relationship ends by an insult, by another person making more money, by anything happening outside of yourself. It is you waking up and asking these questions. And that is, if I didn't have this car, who would I be? If I didn't have this girl, who would I be? If I didn't have this apartment, who would I be? If I didn't have my kids, who would I be? You start asking it, and of course, you're going to probably go to a place of silence. And in that silence, there's going to be that, like, Well, then who am I? What is that? And stay with that. And even if you go to some darkness or sadness or being lost, stay with that. Be in that. Feel into that. And in that, the answer will start coming up. If you do this correctly, you'll start connecting to the essence that's much bigger than all of this. It's bigger because life is always changing. things always change. And when you understand it and stop, let go of the resistance and cling to things, what happens, you realize that you're so much more than change. So you appear to others and life is fearless. Now put that into the job that you're in or the relationship you're in, then your relationship and your career becomes an extension of that. So in other words, I'm trying to say your purpose is kind of like everything becomes an extension of that way of being. And so my purpose is to open up hearts that are collapsed. My purpose is to uplift people to see life in a different way and other men listening to this your purpose might be to you might do gardening and you put so much energy into the vegetables you make you might be a chef and just you love to nourish people's soul with your food it might be that you're in tech support but when you do tech support that you know also the customer he or she's lost and so you put a little bit more heart in that and you help them feel like they can do it themselves you empower people So, it could be different for everyone. Everyone has a different process to understand their purpose.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. This is very, very helpful. Thank you for sharing this, Ray. (laughs) Okay.
1: Great. Thank you. So, number three is exercise, get movement in your body. And the reason why that is because when you start feeling bad and your brain is looping, literally you're creating chemical changes where you can slip into depression. Then you go see a psychiatrist or your general practitioner doctor and they give you medication because they think you're depressed rather than it's just a moment of your life where you feel sad. Exercise will keep you out of that. It gets movement. Also, you look better, you feel better. You need movement in your body. As children, it was really important more for boys than girls that they have periods when they're in the classroom, they let kids go run out. And especially needed that for young boys because of all that energy. We are still animals. We need movement. And we're not meant to sit uh, in our chairs, in a cubicle, or in our car. We're meant to be outside. So if you're sad and you're also staying inside, That's even worse for you. So exercise, movement definitely gets things flown in your life.
0: Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking about a coach that I know. He has a really interesting story. He branded himself as a success coach. And he was helping people achieve success in business, growing their business, having financial impact and all that stuff. This was quite a few years ago after the financial crisis he went broke and he started.
1: F- I guess he wasn't successful then. <laughs> no, no, I'm he kidding, wasn't. Okay. I'm, I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> he started feeling like a fraud because there he was trying to coach these people around their money blocks and how to achieve greater levels of success in their business and all that stuff. And at some point, he started losing his clients. He wasn't showing up from a powerful place, so people stopped hiring him as a coach. Obviously, he went bankrupt, various problems, all the ingredients were there. After several months of suffering quietly and being too ashamed to share this with any of his friends, at some point, he gathered the courage to open up to one of his former coaches. And the guy told him, X, I'm not going to share his name, X, are you still doing exercise? Are you running? He used to jog before all this happened. And the guy just freezes and he says, Are you crazy? Have you been listening to anything that I just shared to you? I mean, I'm opening my heart. I'm pouring out all this intimate stuff that I didn't share with another living soul and all you can ask me if I'm doing my exercise routines. And the guy says, yeah, I mean, you're stuck in your head. You have this low energy. The first thing you need to do is to start exercising. And uh, long story short is that he did. And that's when he started recovering. He started becoming creative again, figuring out all this different stuff to have a cool comeback in his business he started finding clients he brought enormous energy in his work and everything worked out in probably less than six months it was quite an amazing recovery and it all started with reintroducing physical exercise in his daily routine
1: that's awesome yeah there you go there's a success story there <laughs> and it wasn't just that but that maybe broke some things open for him to move in a direction that would better his life
0: Exactly. But I think it was probably the best first step that he could have taken.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And the thing about it is, even if you're hearing this, you think, well, I'm not into exercise or what does that even mean? It can just be just taking a walk. It could just be simply taking a walk outside. That's all. For sure. So number four is kind of similar to the purpose part, and that is sit in silence, get comfortable with the pain. And what I mean by that is, so if you've never had your heart hurt, If you learn that you can heal it, then you also become fearless when it comes to dating someone new. Not just that, is that your woman, your potential woman, your potential next partner, things are going to happen. And when you learn how to feel that pain and transform that into light and learning and so forth, you're also going to be able to handle possible criticism or when things are not going well in your next relationship. So getting comfortable with that allows you to become stronger. And it's not to just dwell on the pain because the reality is that when you sit with pain, it also neutralizes for some strange reason because it's just the body naturally will start moving more towards what you do want. And you realize that the pain was nothing in the first place.
0: Yeah, that is that is quite deep actually. And the only thing that I want to add here is that actually it's a word of caution to guys. It's very important that you do not mistake sitting in silence and honoring your loss and sitting with the pain and ruminating, constantly focusing on what went wrong, relieving constantly all the negative aspects and maybe focusing too deeply or too intensely on all these negative aspects. What do you think, Ray?
1: That sounds like that just came from a psychotherapist. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Guilty <has> <laughs> <laughs> no, I charged. I no, I'm in agreement and that's kind of what I meant also, but you said it better Because, as you know, that even if you're to see a psychoanalysis and talk about your pain, a person, it could be contraindicated for that person if he suffers with PTSD, meaning that you can start going into a place where you feel worse. This is not what this is about. This is about being able to take a deep breath into that, feel that pain in your solar plexus, breathe into it. And then also be able to let go with the air and the breath as you breathe into the pain and you also feel yourself releasing it and just seeing what kind of comes up. It's not to create a story about it, but to let it go. Imagine connecting to the pain kind of more as a meditative process. It's kind of connecting to letting go, connecting to it, letting go to a point where you might start feeling good, which typically happens and you move right out of it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Powerful
1: stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for the the clarity on that. So, number five is examine the patterns. And that might even be to write it down in a journal or something, which gets your left and right brain going. But what I mean by patterns is that you might realize that this is the 10th time this has happened. And you think that it's always the woman's fault. This is a great opportunity to look at yourself and see the patterns. So, um, it's not just what's happening with the type of women you're attracting, it's about the patterns you feel. So, for example, if you've been with 10 different women and they've looked differently, it's ended differently, but the overarching feeling that you had in the relationship was always feeling alone or abandoned, that's your pattern. That has nothing to do with them. They're just a byproduct of that. In other words, typically what happens is that if a person has a particular emotion that overrides their conscious thinking that they'll find themselves in these persistent identities where they match up with partners who do things that seem to elicit those feelings. They don't call back. They ghost you. We have a tendency to attract a reciprocal. So if you have this energy that's saying, don't leave me, don't hurt me, don't abandon me, you have, for some strange reason, law of attraction. You attract the partner who does all those things. And so if you shift that to where you no longer feel abandoned, you realize that you know yourself, and that's just more of a belief, then the next person you meet maybe will be more centered with you and be into you just as much as that you're into her.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree. And the only thing that I want to add here is that we can remember the first point, which was to connect to other male friends. Maybe your band of brothers can help you in this process because sometimes they can see a lot clearer than you can, at least when you're just starting to become aware of these patterns. So sometimes they can become aware more quickly than you can and see that, okay, here we go again, you are behaving in the same way or you have attracted the same type of woman and maybe they can help as well.
1: Absolutely. Totally in agreement with that. So the number six is real simple. Get clear of what you want now. So as you are basically saying, God, I wish this didn't happen. She was this or that. I behaved this way. I wish I would have behaved this other way that you're also creating contrast to more of what you do want. And it would be great to start writing down with what you want now. Not what you don't want, but oftentimes by experiencing something that is hard, you learn what you want now. And so start writing that down. What do I want now? Get real clear with that. And you might be more in pain right now, so you're not even thinking about dating some, which is understandable. So you might be saying that I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel hurt. Then what would be the opposite of that? I want to feel joy, I want to feel love, I want to feel openness, I want to feel expansion, I want to feel hope, I want to feel strong, I want to feel level-headed, I want to feel centered, I want to feel open.
0: Absolutely, it's definitely a powerful distinction and a really healthy place to come from while confronting with such a loss, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. The next one is push yourself out of your comfort zone. And that would be- I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's finding your edge. It might be doing something different, new. It might be going to a ballet class. You know, it might be doing yoga when you're a you're meat and potatoes type of guy you like to work out with the weights or whatever. It's just, it's doing something different. It's trying something different. It's jumping into really cold water, which is what I do, it's intense.
0: Sorry to interrupt you, Ray. I was just picturing Dwayne The Rock Johnson in that movie where he's in that ballerina outfit and (laughs) dancing on stage. (laughs) Now that's leaning into your edge. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. That's exactly it. Put on a ballerina outfit and pretend you're The Rock. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't get more edgy than that. But yeah, definitely. Again, completely agree.
1: It will shock your system. You might find out how brave and confident you really are. For
0: sure. And it can also provide the right space or actually a new space to find a different type of partner, a type of woman that normally you wouldn't have an opportunity to meet maybe.
1: Absolutely. So the next one is set your intentions for the day. And what I mean by that, when you wake up, you might sit in bed and smile for 17 seconds. You connect your body and how great it feels to have all your faculties working. It's finding gratitude with what you have, what you have attracted in your life, such as warm running water or just being able to have a toilet to go to the bathroom in. And as far as setting your intentions, it's saying that I plan on having a great day. I plan on meeting great people, connecting to people. I mean, yes, you maybe had a breakup a week ago, a month ago. But when you start setting your intentions and you get clear with feeling good, you reset that day and that day might be awesome and you might meet another person or you just might all suddenly realize, I feel good and I have forgotten about so-and-so.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I started practicing, I think, a couple of years ago and it completely changed my perspective on everything that's surrounding me, actually. Oh,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, cool. So the next one is create a bliss list. That's B-L-I-S-S, list. And bliss list is the way I have people do this, clients do this, is that I'll have them think of 10 things when they think of those things that it connects them to joy. And what I mean by that, it might be surfing. It might be uh, hanging out with this particular friend. It might be a memory of fishing with your dad. It's just something when you think about this, you can feel yourself open your heart a little bit, you feel better. And then from those 10 things, you go through the process of closing your eyes and you you practice, you close your eyes and take a deep breath into your heart. You imagine whatever these 10 things that you thought of that bring you happiness. And then you pick the top three that you notice that bring you more joy. And so what you do is that moments that you find yourself Connecting to, say, this old story, the negativity of the breakup, you lie yourself, you close your eyes again, and you connect to this happy experience. And what that does is it shifts, again, your perceptions to a point where joy becomes more of who you are. And this is not putting stuff underneath the rug. It is this, that when you're trying to approach any problem from a place of negativity, confusion, and hurt, you're not going to have the clearest perspective. And so like this blissless is not just for trying to get over a breakup. It'd be where you have an important meeting and you just got off the phone and just say your wife or someone was rude or whatever. You don't want to approach your next transaction transitioning into something to where you feel agitated. So you want to be able to connect to that openness. And the bliss list is a great secret weapon to pull out because as you practice doing this, after you do it like 10 times by simply just thinking of it boom, your heart will open up. You start creating like this anchor, a hypnotic cue, mm-hmm. basically.
0: I love this, I love this, and I think I should practice this a lot more often.
1: Cool, cool, I have a lot of memories, and I have videos of my son. He's my blissless, he does, the funniest things that he does It cracks me up, and it doesn't matter how shitty I feel, I can see a video of Maximus, and I just start laughing my ass <laughs> off, and that's all I need, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, definitely.
1: And the big one, number 10, (laughs) (laughs) and that is, (laughs) yeah, it is stay open and curious. Allow the universe to knock itself out for you. And what that means is you really don't know how things are supposed to work out. Even what you come to believe about this X or how life is supposed to play out, you really don't know that there's so many moving parts in your life and that you're here to connect to wellness and happiness. And it's to ask questions. It's to be open to who's maybe going to offer their advice to you. It's like this is kind of different, but it's also the same. I had my son Monday. It was a holiday, and I really didn't want a babysitter, but I also wanted to connect to myself a little bit. It had been kind of a stressful, long week, and I'm a single father, and I kind of put out that I would love for some help and I went to the beach. The water was warmer, and I wanted to jump in there, but I have a three-year-old son, and sure enough, here comes two Hispanic women who set up their umbrellas right next to me with a son who's close to my son's age, and they started playing, and I looked at them and said, do you mind if I go into the ocean? They said, yes, and the reality was the day before I kind of got an argument with my girlfriend, and I just had not really connected myself after. It wasn't bad. It was just had a little tension and i just wanted to clear myself i wanted to reset myself and yes man i'm not perfect either even though i do this for a living and i've seen a lot of men (laughs) i still have my shit that comes up so i do practice the blissless. and so i went to the ocean and just i felt so rejuvenated and felt so good and it was by me staying open and open to the universe in that gift i mean it was an area of the beach that no one really goes to and they went there and was where they will help me out with my son so I can enjoy myself also. And when you stay curious, you'll see how the universe knocks itself out to bring things into your life to make you feel good and help you into the next direction.
0: Absolutely. I believe that the universe is always trying to point you into the right direction. Sometimes we are the ones who aren't open to this. And keeping this state of curiosity constantly open, I think this is probably what all of us need in order to become more in tune with the universe's vibes and the directions that it sends to us, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. All right. Ray, this has been awesome. I know the guys will learn a lot from this episode. And I want to thank you again for joining us today. And I want to invite you to tell us about the projects that you're currently working on. And how can people reach you?
1: My website is raydoctor.com. That is Y, D O K. T-O-R dot So it's Ray Doctor, but the C is a K. It's my real last name. So you can go there and get free gifts, free books, and so forth. As far as projects, I am finishing the book cover of my mini book. That will also be on my website that you can download. It'll be on Amazon, but you can also get it on my website for free. And there's just a lot of things in the works, including doing a workshop with you in the near future. So a lot of great things coming up. Yes,
0: absolutely. And also, Ray and I are joining forces to help and support guys in a Facebook group. And yeah, that workshop that you just mentioned. So stay tuned, guys, because we are preparing a lot of great stuff for you. Many great
1: things to happen.
0: For sure. All right. Again, thanks for joining us today, Ray, and guys, till next time, take care.